Are you willing to get into the driver's seat of your life? I'm Lisa Robin Monroe, the founder of The Bonfire, the place where you come home to yourself and find a natural balance between acting and relaxing. One of the things I have discovered is that when we learn to understand what our body is telling us, we become stronger and life becomes much richer. As women, we have often learned to silence our feelings, both emotional and physical. The reason I do this work is because I see so many wonderful and warm women stuck in the rat race, and I want to change that. My wish is that these episodes help you remember that the way out is by going within. We'll talk about finding balance, setting boundaries, and how your relationship with money is connected to all of this. I want you to know that the struggles that you are experiencing are absolutely normal. My hope is that these conversations help you ease into the gentle and nurturing process of turning your quiet dreams into reality. Are you ready? Let's breathe out. So this is a story about love, love for your body. Fairly recent study shows that whatever we go through shows up in your body. Let's repeat that. Whatever you go through in life shows up in your body. Or how doctor and writer Bessel van der Kolk puts it, the body keeps the score. What does this mean? If you are experiencing a lot of headaches, neck and back aches, sleeping problems, are stressed out or constantly experiencing a rushed feeling, these are clear signs that something needs to shift in your life. This unfortunately will not be helped with painkillers, sleep pills or physiotherapy. These methods might help solve some symptoms but not the cause. Today we are going to look into one of the major causes of all these problems. That being said, do consult a doctor to rule out other possibilities. This question reminds me of India Irie. For those of you who don't know her, she is a famous American singer. She became real rapidly famous when she was about 25 years old, which meant that she quickly came into a roller coaster of adventures and severely stressful experiences. Working at the level she was working at had her in a position of being in the passenger seat. Her manager and other people around her just guided her through life, sending her from here to there all over the world. She had not been feeling well for a certain amount of time, but it was not until she was standing in a foreign country on the top of a mountain with her skin full of rash and acne, that she realized that there was no one in her life that would tell her to stop, take a break. Not even, she said, her own mom, because at that time her mom was also depending on the money Indiairi was making. She realized that the rash and acne were showing up as clear visual signs reminding her to come to a halt. After coming to a halt, she stepped into the driver's seat of her life and started living it the way that suited her. I am sharing this story to show you how symptoms in your body will show up first slightly, then more severely, to tell you that there is a shift needed in your life. A shift that only you can decide to take. Change course. Often migraines, for example, are not the first sign. 
It might be that rushed feeling or a certain feeling of restlessness that has been sitting in your body during days or weeks. It might be a lump in your throat that you've been ignoring for weeks, maybe months. For me, it started with lying awake for hours at night. Then I couldn't work up the courage to do the 10-minute bike ride to school anymore, and I started taking the bus. I kept ignoring the signs, and at a certain point I couldn't get myself to go on a trip. Nobody had told me that these were signs to listen to, so still I kept going. I had panic and anxiety attacks. Still kept going, because how could I stop? Then my brain crashed, and my body forced me to a halt. It took me about a year to recover from the most pressing symptoms, and after that I could start the real recovery. So what is the major cause of all of these symptoms, pains and problems? Stress. You already know that, and I already know that. But still, let's have a conversation about what stress really is. When you feel stressed out, you feel as if you are under pressure. Most often it's busy, busy people that say, I feel so much stress. But there are a lot of people that are not super busy who are still feeling stressed out. Maybe you know that feeling of lying in bed and still feeling rushed. So what is going on here? When you are experiencing stress, you are experiencing the feeling of something or someone who is pressing you to do something or finish something. You actually feel the fear of not being able to fulfill whatever task that needs to be done. Your mind keeps racing because the fear button in your brain is activated. And with this button activated, shots of adrenaline are sent to your body to stay active. To put this really simply, stress equals fear. As adults, we have given the feeling of fear a more socially accepted word, stress. But what you are experiencing is fear. Imagine all the busy, busy people saying, I am super busy, I feel so afraid, instead of I feel so much stress. That would change the conversation, wouldn't it? Because when you acknowledge that you are experiencing fear, it actually is a lot easier to gain insight into what it precisely is that you are afraid of. And when you know this, you can change this, if you dare. Let's take a small break. Breathe out. Breathe in. Out. In. Out. In. All right, let's go. I believe fear is a wonderful thing, for it shows us the gate to love. Let me explain this with a clear example. Let's say Eve is afraid of a football. Yes, a football. Let's look into this. Why is it that she is afraid of a football? Maybe it is because she doesn't want it to hit her head. Because she likes her head. She likes the way her brain functions without being shaken. This shows us that she loves the way she functions. 
Let's say you are stressed out because your job is making you incredibly tired, but not having a job would mean you have no money. What you might be afraid of is to be constantly tired, but what you are even more afraid of is having no money. Because no money means no house, no food, nothing. So this shows us that you love having food, having a home, and thus you love having money. You can end the inquiry there with the knowledge that you are afraid of having no job, no money, period. But you can also take it to the next level. Does Eve accept that she is afraid of a football because she is afraid of it hitting her head? Or does she find this giving, given important enough that she decides to learn to play football because maybe she wants to play with her niece? Do you decide that it is okay to live in constant fear of losing your job, even though it is making you feel exhausted? Or are you willing to investigate that and find out what can change? Because you love yourself enough to feel energized and be wealthy. Are you willing to get into the driver's seat of your life? Acknowledging your fear and accepting it is a challenging thing to do. And on top of that, deciding to do something about it is an act of pure bravery. So what is it that you are feeling stressed out about? What are you afraid of? Are you willing to listen to the signs your body is showing you? I promise you that when you look into this, you will slowly but steadily experience less physical pain. Are you ready to show yourself some love? If you like this episode, please connect with me on Instagram at Lisa Robin Monroe. I really like to hear your thoughts, so come on over and say hi. I'll pop the link in the notes below.